0: All right, my friend before we talk about what you're doing and all this kind of stuff. Um, you signed a 10 day contract with the golden state warriors. It's been 10 days, Jason. Um, but you're still with the, with the, uh, with the golden state warriors kind of talk to me about that because technically you're still in the league and that's a good thing.
1: Yeah. Um, I signed a 10 day, um, I think sometime in late February, early March or something like that. Uh, and then the league stopped. So they put a pause on everything and allowed me to stay, you know, within that contract for another year. I mean, not another year. Hopefully another year. <laughs> another day. Um, I'm speaking things into, into existence, man. But um, one one day, so I have one day left on the contract, and we'll see when everything starts back up again, how that goes. But uh, right now, just trying to stay in shape and, and prepare.
0: I've talked to a lot of athletes via FaceTime, and I ask them all the same thing. How do you do that? How do you stay – I don't want to say sane, or, but how do you stay in shape? How do you continue the craft that you love? I know you're a gym rat. I know you like to get in there. How Are you able to find some place, or, or how are you staying in shape and ready for if a season does continue again or just basketball in general?
1: Yeah, so I've been very, very fortunate. I have access to a private gym here in the Bay Area, um both a weight room and a basketball course. So uh I've been able to actually just stay focused, um, kinda escape and um, you know, get out of the get out of the, the, the confines of the house <laughs> you know. So I've been i I've been blessed. Um, just trying to do my best and as an athlete I know it's super important for us to, you know, keep our bodies moving and stay functional, um, you know, as much as possible. But I'm doing my best. I'm
0: doing my best for sure. I, uh, I say this trying not to laugh, but I, and every time we talk, your journey is awesome. And if it's, it, it, if it's not a trade or um, a G League or in the league, then you're in China. And then when you're back in the league again, this happens. I mean, you couldn't – if you're writing a novel, like this is the biggest turn of maybe the entire novel – um, it it just—it's all about a journey with you, and, and I know you stay so level-headed with life and with your journey. But this is just another—I'm sure—step in that journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm—I'm I'm becoming used to turning tragedy into triumph. You know what I mean? That's—that's um, uh, that's kind of been my story, and just persevering through whatever life throws at me. And I think as a country, you know, as a community, um, as people. We have to continue to do that and through this whole process and this pandemic. And I think we'll be fine as long as we take the right precautions and um, you know stay safe and stay sane through all of this.
0: Um, you always are looking to better yourself. And if you can't do it physically, it's now mentally. The NBA the offered a, a class and a way for you to, to educate yourself some more and improve yourself. Kind of tell me about that and, and, and what made you decide to jump on that and do it. And I'm sure you're, you're, glad, you're glad you did.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm super glad that I got the opportunity um, to take advantage of this time. You know, when you have extra time on your hands, why not learn? Why not continue to grow and expand? Um, That's something that I've always been about. My mom did a great job of (laughs) telling me you're never too old to to stop learning. So um, that's kind of what I wanted to do. The NBA, they offered classes through the Yellow Brick program and um, they offer on topics as far as fashion, music, uh, the, the sports industry. So I just wanted to take the time to to actually lock in and, and learn about something that could help me in the future. Um, and I took a fashion class. This is something that I've always dreamt about doing. Um, I'm actually launching a brand in, in August, so that – Class definitely just kind of springboarded me um, in terms of information and, and what I need to know or know and learn um, for the future.
0: What uh, what was it like? I don't want to call you old, Jason, because I'm old, but it's been it's been a minute since you since you were taking classes. I think I'm assuming. Yeah. What was it like?
1: Yeah, um, you know, I, I'm in my own environment, so like I can control everything and I can do it at my own speed, but. Uh, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. They offered a lot of insights into what the industry is like, and um, some of the assignments from a design aspect I think will help me in the future um, in terms of preparing to do collections and you know thinking about the customer and marketing and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, it was, it was very interesting.
0: Um, you, you don't have to tell me too much, but that's intriguing. In August, you're starting your own line. Can you tell me anything more? Is it top secret or?
1: Well, it was top secret. The, the class was top secret until, you know, <laughs> somebody found out and then, you know, I had to talk about it. But um, no, the brand, it, the name of it is Volhard, V-O-L-H-A-R-D. Um, it loosely translates to perseverance um, in both Dutch and, and Afrikaans. And um, for me, you know, that's that's the story of my life, you know, and and that's what I think is a thing that's universal is that everybody needs to hear that message. Um, and that's what I want to give to the world, you know, is is with this brand. It's just that message and high quality clothing as well as, um, you know, a story in in, in in each collection. So, yeah.
0: Well, I'll have something to follow up on in August That I like that. It gives me something to look forward to um, basketball real quick for you. Um, what was March like for you and right now like I mean you're usually watching NBA playoffs and and maybe you know someday obviously in the NBA playoffs um no March Madness no brackets to fill out I was going crazy what was Jason Randall was Jason were you all right without no basketball
1: at first no <laughs> like I'm the type of guy that like lives and breathes for a competition um So without basketball, I was like, man, how am I going to keep this competitive edge? How am I going to keep, you know, competing? And so early on, it was like a lot of me and my friends playing board games, you know, through the Internet Connect Four. There's this app where you can send Connect Four games, play Uno. And like we're still doing that to this day, like every night, like (laughs) just keeping the competitive edge going. (laughs) Um, I jumped on the the Peloton and, um, you know, was doing that for a while. Now I'm you know running. So it's just like finding ways to keep competing with myself, um, you know, in, in 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 the things that I do in my daily life now. this um, <laughs> is like I, this is the norm.
0: I won't take you to I won't keep you too much longer, but um, I'm talking to so many different athletes during this and they're finding out so much about themselves. Different things and even myself, I don't need to 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 say athlete because I'm finding out I'm doing things that, that I didn't ever get a chance to do with my kids and, and with my family and all that kind of stuff. What has yeah. Jason Randall learned about himself in the last four or five weeks that maybe you didn't know? Something you like, something you don't like, that kind of stuff. Is there anything you can pinpoint?
1: Yeah, probably the treadmill. <laughs> I hate honest. the treadmill. You like <laughs> I it? hate the treadmill, yeah. But like I've enjoyed like getting on the treadmill, putting on some good music, and just running, you know, like that's one newfound joy I have right now is the treadmill. So
0: <laughs> food wise, because places aren't open as much as as you need them to be and stuff. I know you cooked for yourself, you've been overseas and all that kind of stuff. Food wise, are you good? Have you learned to? Are you are you expanding what you normally do?
1: Uh, no, not really, not really. <laughs> you know, just sticking to the basics. <laughs>
0: you need to get back to the Quad City so mom can cook for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That would be awesome. But um, I'm I'm well taken care of here, though.
0: <laughs> Last one for you. Um, a lot of people, I like my hair's long, which is something that I don't do. It's long, long for a balding forty-year-old. Um, do you get a chance to to do those type of things and and get haircuts and all that kind of stuff? Do you fade yourself up or what's the what's the deal? You look long. You look a little a little overgrown. I'm scruffy.
1: Man. Yeah, I'm scruffy right now. I <laughs> haven't done anything since you know they shut down barbershops out here uh, just really trying to you know stay safe and do my best um to kind of take the right precautions so yeah
0: I know you love this area do you have a message to to the Quad Cities for for dealing with what's going on and, and what we've been through over the last last uh, four or five weeks
1: yeah just um you know stay connected but do it, you know, in a safe way, you know, that's, that's my main message. This, this virus is nothing to play with. Um, I've been affected, you know, with, with family, you know, and having to, even, even my personal life, you know, having to leave China and seeing how serious it is. Um, so yeah, just take it seriously, um, stay connected, but do it, do it in a safe way. Um, that's probably my main message.
0: I lied to you. I do have one more. You were in China. Did you, when you left China, did you have a feeling or a sense that that this was going to happen here? Is it something that concerned you when you were leaving China at the time, or when did you realize that that this was something that was going to affect the entire world, not just China?
1: Honestly, I had no idea that it would spread as fast as it did. Um, you know, when you heard, when I learned about it in China, it was like, okay, this is a thing this is serious. They're shutting down, you know, parts of the country. Uh, you need to get home, you know, but you never think about it following you or like it, you know, growing into what it's become. So, uh, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you can't explain, but it's, I'm just glad that, um, you know, I'm staying safe and my family's safe and, uh, you know, we can definitely grow from this as as a community.
0: Jason, they shut down Whitey's in the Quad Cities. That's when you know oh. <laughs> stuff is going wrong in the world, when, when Whitey's is not available, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. If, if Whitey's is closed, then, you know, it, nothing's right.
0: <laughs> Jason, I appreciate your time.
1: All right, thank you.